Hello, hello. I am Karen Jean-François, and this is the Women in Data podcast. Join me every other week to hear data professionals discuss how data is used in various industries, get inspired, get your field of tips to help you overcome challenges on your career, and feel great. Let's get straight into it. Hello, this is episode 19 of the Women in Data podcast, What do Credit Risk Analysts Do? I am joined today by Christina Meloni, Senior Credit Risk Analyst at Lloyds Banking Group. In this episode, Christina explains credit risk analytics, the highs and lows of the job, and shares her tips to become a great credit risk analyst. Everything said in this episode relates to Christina's experience and is in no way to be associated with Lloyd's Banking Group views. Hi, Christina. Hello. How are you? I'm good, good. This is a really long overdue conversation and I'm really glad we're having it now because there is so much I want to know about risk analytics and also because last time we saw each other it was for our birthdays and that was like nine months ago so good that we can at least have a virtual chat and also talk about data related stuff. Yeah it was so nice so nice to speak to you again after this long time. COVID and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny thing, Christina, when I graduated from my master's, I thought, okay, I'm going to be a credit risk analyst because in my mind, if you were doing statistics and data, all you could do was being a credit risk analyst because I had no clue what else was available. And then I ended up not being a risk analyst for various reasons mainly because I had no clue about the banking industry and no one wanted me. Uh, but so now is a great opportunity, eight years later, <laughs> to understand <laughs> what risk analysis is about. So well, but before we, we jump into it, maybe you could tell us a bit more about yourself and then what brought you into risk analytics. Yeah. So, first of all, it's never too late to enter credit risk analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, well, first of all, I graduated in banking economics. So, I already had a background in banking, let's say. But at the same time, I've always been uh, interested in applied analytics, applied statistics, especially applied uh, to banking and investment fields. What interested me, it was the complexity around it. Because for me, if it's complex, it's not boring. So the more complex it is, the more I get, I feel stimulated, motivated in doing it. And that's also what makes for me a job feeling like not a job, more a hobby. And risk analytics, risk management is a good fit in that sense, because it, it basically merge my background, uni background with my interests. It's also like applying my skills for something good because basically what the risk management is, man, be able to manage risk with data and with the final goal to make better decision making and safeguard customers. 
that's basically (laughs) i i had never associated risk analytics and doing a good thing so it's good to have your perspective and then see how you're actually seeing things so you've moved from italy to the uk in manchester first how did you find that did you struggle to find a job did you how was it so basically that's let's say a sad story (laughs) so i got in a nutshell um i was one of the lucky ones that graduated during the uh latest financial crisis and when basically at the time i was in italy and um, i faced challenging job market so i was trying to look for jobs in banking from a small village where my parents live but i was only able to find like opportunities like internships like that and underpaid i would say and then my sister got a job in manchester so i said why not try to find a job that fits my background my skills and that also is you can define like a proper job it's not an internship so i relocated to manchester and i was lucky enough to find a new job in two weeks oh wow which was shocking for me as well <laughs> that that first job proper job i would say was my first experience in a big company I was a credit controller in manif- a credit controller in a manufacturing company, and that was my first experience with some sort of risk management because the role was also about evaluating allocating a credit limit to customers in order to release orders. You look at how good the customer is in terms of in terms of its ability to pay the debt so in terms of affordability what what we call affor- affordability and assign a, like a credit uh, you can release orders up to a certain limit that you fix that was the first experience and the funny thing about the first experience in the uk <laughs> it was the linguistic shock i had <laughs> the first few weeks <laughs> The Mancunian accent for me, it was a real struggle. When um, I moved to the UK, I moved to London, but my manager was from the north. So I can't remember where exactly, but I think he was from around Manchester. And I could understand everybody in the company. I could not understand anything of what he was telling me. And he was like, my manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you say. <laughs> I spent weeks to understand what my colleagues were saying to me. <laughs> it was like I spent so many years in studying English and I cannot understand that word. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm getting a bad time, that's but still work to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully one day. <laughs> One day, one day. (laughs) So what exactly is credit risk analysis? Credit risk is one, the the one risk that banking banks care about. There are different different risks that we need to manage, control. The other type of risk, for example, are like operational risk, market risk, reputational risk. There is a long list of risks that not only banks, but all, all the financial institutions, insurers need to care about. And 
creating risk in specific is about managing risks associated with lending. And in that terms, um, it's about using data to make better and fairer credit decisions and lending decisions, basically, but also at the same time, be able to evaluate, estimate how much capital and provisions you need to hold in order to survive the crisis. Basically, when you lend money to somebody, you're taking risks and you have to evaluate uh, what's the probability of day of default, how much your exposure is at time of default, how much you're going to lose in case of default. And there are models that uh, we, that estimate those metrics and gives us uh, an estimate on how much we need to hold. What we hold is basically money that bank cannot use at all. Yeah, basically it's two cents. So there is the customer side where you are lending the money to someone, but also making sure that there is enough money to survive in case something bad happens. Yeah, because if you think what a, what a bank is, a bank is, some, is like an institution, someone that is between people that got money and people that need money. And in that sense, when you lend money to somebody, it's someone else's savings. So you need to be careful in what you do in your lending operational policies. Interesting. Please make sure that you do the models right so my savings don't go. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's really, really, really important in, in so, that sense. <laughs> you were mentioning that there are different risks that are analyzed in the bank. Uh, and obviously, because you are a credit risk analyst, we are focusing on that. But is credit risk the same thing as credit score? So let's clarify a few things in the sense. <laughs> uh, it's not just about credit score. Credit score is just one of the metrics uh, every bank use to establish the affordability, uh, how much uh, someone can borrow. But it's not just about credit score. We, we need to have models to establish our, the probability of default associated, with every customer exposure, the losses. And um, it's, so it's also about um, making sure we have the appropriate capital requirements and provisions to cover for, for those risks. And uh, so you did mention that other financial institutions were using risk analytics. What? So is it just financial institutions? Are there other companies using that? Uh, it's not just about banks. Not only banks uses those metrics and those internal data and external data to evaluate the risk, but there are also credit cards companies that uses those metrics and other lenders as well. In general, risk management is not just about financial institutions, it's also about insurers. Uh, the insurance industry is, always, is also um, doing those type of analysis. Those type of analysis and estimates, it's, it's also a regulatory requirement. It's not something that a bank can do for their willingness of doing it. It's a regulatory requirement. So you have to do it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but which is good because, again, we are speaking about people's 
savings. Yeah. So it's good to have a lot of controls, rules, and to make sure everybody is doing the job properly. Yeah. Is that why risk analysts are key workers? Yeah. So it's important that uh, we do our job good in a good way, in proper way, and making to make sure that we protect our customers, the bank and the economy, it's all linked together. Okay, before you told me, I had no clue risk analysts were key workers. So let's talk a bit about getting into the job, so becoming a credit risk analyst. Obviously, these are your views, not the views of yep. Lloyd's Banking Group. So thank you for coming here and sharing your views with us. But could you tell us what are the responsibilities of a credit risk analyst? You did touch a bit about modeling, but at different levels of seniorities, are the responsibilities the same? Is there a difference on people coming? So juniors, are they doing different work? Uh, people more senior, what are they working on? So yeah, there are, in that sense, there are le different levels of seniorities, responsibilities, and controls in, controls in place. So basically, you have the analysts that do basically run the models, maintain the models. Uh, and then there are more the management side that makes decisions, takes responsibility or ownership of the final decisions based on the analysis that have been done. Oh, and also all, all everything you do in this type of role uh, needs to be like within a, centra, a certain controls framework. So you need to have like controls to make sure that all the steps taken has been like double checked. So we have, for example, second analyst checks, second analyst checks, and um, other controls in place to have the evidence for everything you do to prove that what you did is correct and is compliant with the regulations. Um, and that that is important also because not only you need to be compliant to regulations, but also because uh, for all the banks and insurers as well, we are audited both internal and external auditors that like, control that what we did, all the decisions we made are appropriate and are in line with the regulatory requirements. It's a heavily, heavily regulated role. Yeah. And um, <laughs> what, what would you say, what does it take to be a credit risk analyst? What are the tools that you need? What's the knowledge? So basically, you need to be like a person with an analytical mind, first of all. Couriers, someone that's... Uh, but in that sense, you don't need to have studied statistical mathematics as a degree, but you need could, could have studied economics, for example, but you need to have the mindset and the, and the interest in studying statistics learning new techniques like for example at the moment everybody is there is like a boom around uh, machine learning artificial intelligence those new techniques it's important that you keep learning in terms of tools a credit risk analyst use, uses the, like the measure usual tools that uh, all the analysts uses so mainly SAS, sql or RM Python, for example, uh, depends on where, which company you work. But uh, yeah, the important thing is being curious and thinking out, out of the box to find solutions because sometimes you, are, you find an, an issue and you need 
to propose like a solution in that sense and uh, it's important to be like flexible in that sense be able to find uh, like patterns and be proactive in that sense yeah is there any kind of modeling techniques that you would really highly recommend to to look into for someone who wants to go into credit risk analysis i would say focus on machine learning that's important different techniques like decision trees it's classic one for example but also regressions those type of of techniques mainly it's all, it's a lot about, about machine learning but with a view that if you look at the future uh, we are going towards like artificial intelligence and more automated um, processes okay that decision trees that far that sounds so far away in my brain i i, I remember <laughs> there was a time where i was doing decision trees all the time and i'm like hmm, i vaguely remember <laughs> i should go back to it <laughs> uh, there are lots of techniques you can use but depends on uh, the need you have okay specific specific problem you're trying to solve with yeah. data. Uh, and so you did talk about the fact that there was a lot of regulations there were a lot of checks in place audit etc what exactly are the challenges that credit risk analysts would face uh, either on a daily basis or in their career uh, main challenges i would say are about trying to explain some of the movements that you see when you basically recalibrate your models, uh, especially in like particular periods like, like now uh, with COVID. COVID is asking us basically making our job even more challenging, I would say, <laughs> because it, it's a new world. So we need to monitor, basically monitor the models more closely and trying to understand what changes the models needs to be able to fit in the new world or what is actually telling us of what is happening, what the consequences on the economy we are seeing, reading and interpreting the, the outputs of the models. That's the most challenging thing. And because it, it's about putting the results of the models, the outputs of the model into a context. And so you need to also understand your the macroeconomic environment you're in. Yeah, which is actually quite hard because I, I guess you're using historical data but yep. there is no COVID historical data basically to help you make a decision on that. You you can use like usually for, for regulations, for example, uh, you need to use the latest economic financial crisis uh, as your like worst case scenario. But yeah, you use historical data and not all the time the past is a representation of the future. We try to use the best the historical data as the best as possible. Yeah. And do you think the decision process in the bank, because of all the regulations, etc., do you think this comes as a challenge as well? Decision process is, you wish to have the decision process more fast, but as you can see, it's, it's an heavily regulated industry. So we need to be careful in everything, in all the steps and all the checks. So also the managers or the ones who are responsible for it, they, want, they need to be comfortable before providing their approval. So it takes time to go through the entire approval process. But um, as you know, the industry is facing like a big like, renovation, innovation, mainly pushed by the fintech side of it. 
that is simplifying processes, that's in simplifying their products, their solutions, and that's pushing also traditional banks in becoming more lean, uh, simplified processes. And in that sense, having less, let's say, less level of approvals, make the approvals more, more fast in that yeah. sense. It's funny because when you are on the consumer side, you don't see all the things that's happening behind. So it's good that you're giving us a bit of insights and what's going on. And then hopefully some people who are considering a career in the credit risk department now have more information on that. But so last thing before we close the episode, what is it that you like the most about your job? So you did talk about the fact that it's challenging is there anything else that that you like about it the i like the challenging thing so coding wise trying to find solutions to problems and trying to uh, improve the models to make them more fit for purpose and also to, to simplify the procedures and processes if you have the opportunity to make the code work more efficient you could have also the decisions more faster because the decisions are based on models and if a model needs to run for like a day uh, it's better if you need if, if you're able to make it coding wise more efficient to run in like i don't know in two hours also the decisions that are based on the apples of that model are faster. So yeah, technology and uh, uh, the coding side, I would say, the coding side, definitely. Cool. I like the idea of making a code to go from one day to two hours. Two hours. <laughs> this is definitely something that happened to me once. I was like, why is this taking so long? Oh, just change this. <laughs> yeah, that's important. That's important as well, as well as investing in technology. In this, uh, this period, fintechs are pushing also, as I said, are pushing also traditional banks to invest more in innovation and technology. And that helps also the risk management side in that sense, because if we have the infrastructure and the tools that help us running models in a faster way, we're also able to make faster decisions, So, which is good for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the future is exciting. Well, it was always exciting, but yeah. now <laughs> we can see how exciting it is for the banking industry. But thank you so much, Christina, for joining me today and uh, shed some light on life as a credit risk analyst. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> if you have any curiosities, you can find me on LinkedIn. Okay, so it's Christina Meloni on LinkedIn. Yes. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Women in Data podcast. If you don't want to miss the next episode, make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on LinkedIn. You can also register to the community for free by heading to womenindata.co.uk. We would love to hear from you, so don't be shy and drop us some feedback or a review. This will help us enhance the content and bring the guests that you want to hear from. Have a great day.